All right, man, we are live. Welcome to the Talking Sports with Manny YouTube channel. This is the Back Row Redskins Show. I am your host. We have a great show lined up for you guys tonight. First guy I want to introduce is my boy. Uh, I call him Yah. Man, this guy right here, he's a passionate, passionate football fan. He knows what he's talking about. Hey, Yah, introduce yourself, bro. Hey, what's up, man? Um, you can call me Anthony. You know, you ain't got to go by the uh, Yah. Yah is more <laughs> of a spiritual thing that I put on the end nice. of it. Basically, saying that I am—that's what it means. Me in Hebrew, I am. But um, my name is Anthony, and uh, like you said, I'm a passionate uh, Redskins fan, football team fan, whatever you want to call the team. I've been at it like about five decades into this, so I, I basically know what I'm talking about in the scene at all. Probably, you know, more—I probably forgot more than y'all probably even know right about now. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yes, sir. Let's, let's get it. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Next guy I want to bring up to the stage is my guy, Hansel. This guy right here was on the show a few weeks back. He brought the passion. He brought the heat. The fans wanted to see him back. So welcome back to the show, Hansel. And introduce yourself, my brother. What's going on, beautiful people? I, ya, Hansel Alfonso. I like learning something new every day, so appreciate that uh, that little lesson. I didn't know that meant that in Hebrew. But, yeah, lifelong Redskins fan. WTF fan, however you guys want to call it. I don't even know what to say anymore nowadays, but I am ready to chop it up. I'm excited. Let's get this thing going, and it's a pleasure being back. Thanks for having me back, man. Absolutely. The next guy I'm bringing to the stage is my guy, Phil, from the Redskins Hub. This guy right here, he's a draft guy. I call him my draft guy. If you need <laughs> draft information, he is the walking encyclopedia. Uh, welcome back to the show, Phil. Introduce yourself, my brother. What's up, Manny? You know, I uh, should be a regular on the show by now. Um, <laughs> um, you know, hit us up at Redskins Hub. We're the fastest going Facebook Redskins Club page group. Um, we're doing it big. We got Hogs Fantasy Click. We do a bunch of, th bunch of stuff. Uh, been a fan since 79. Born a fan. So ready to talk. I'm always ready to talk Washington football. Awesome, awesome. So, guys, bringing up to the stage – one of the godfathers of YouTube, man. This guy right here is so passionate about the team. Talk about personality. He's one of the hypest people that I've ever met discussing the Washington football. Welcome to the show, Big Simple. What to do? Introduce yourself, my brother. What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? How y'all doing, man? Um, hey, 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 you know how we do it, man. So, um, uh -huh. what, what I do, you know, I talk, talk my, um, you know. I talk my sports about my Redskins more than anything, whatever they call them right now, Washington football <laughs> team. You know what I'm saying? So uh, mm -hmm. I, on Twitter, on Twitter, you can look me up on Twitter, you know, Instagram. I, I mostly do a lot of stuff. So um, make sure y'all, you know, check me out on there. You feel me? I get, I get. <laughs> you know there you go. There you go. I wait for it. I wait for it. I wait for it. <laughs> man, awesome, awesome, man. Next guy I want to bring up to the stage. He's a regular. He's a regular by now. This is my guy, the Sanchise. Welcome to the show, brother. Introduce yourself. What's up, y'all? Corey from On the Warpath, Sanchez 405 on Twitter, Instagram, wherever social media may be applied. 
Um, Manny, I, I got my car. I'm waiting for my card now, like this officials, because uh, everybody like Phil. I think Phil probably has got like how many hole punches do you have in yours? Right, right, yeah. But uh, no, it's good to be on here again with you, Manny. Uh, uh, some of uh, my my people have followed you over from YouTube and, and interconnected with Big Simple and and Anthony and. and Hands, it's mm -hmm. good to meet you too, man. Yeah, pleasure, man. Absolutely, man. Right. Hey, hey, I got a great show lined up for you guys today. So breaking news. Well, not breaking news. News and notes. Alex Smith and Jordan Reed have retired. I felt like these two guys should have retired two years ago or at least a year ago, to be fair. Um, they both had right. implications with injuries. Uh, they've given so much to the franchise. And what was so inspiring about Alex Smith, regardless of his play, was his leadership you know, what he was able to do. And my biggest memory for Alex Smith was that Pittsburgh game. That Pittsburgh game, Alex oh, yeah. Smith showed me so much that he's always, he. I mean, he's always had my respect, but after that game, I had to tip my hat off to him. So I want to go around the frames and you guys just kind of give me uh, your thoughts on Alex Smith and Jordan Reed retiring and what they meant to the franchise and how you view those two players. Let's start with uh, Anthony. Um, as far as Alex Smith goes, I'm going to start with Alex Smith first. As far as he goes, um, he was basically like a, a stable individual. He kept, you know, the players, you know, stable. Everybody, if you looked at all the interviews, said that, you know, he made everything easy for them because when they, mm -hmm. things got complicated, he basically settled everybody down and was a common force in the locker room. Everybody mm -hmm. respected him and stuff. I respect him, you know what I'm saying? Um, right. You hear some of the fans say, well, you know, maybe this guy should be in our ring of honor and stuff. And I was like, hell no. But he's a good guy. I like him. You know what I'm saying? You know? I'm hey, I probably invite, him to the, probably invite him to the barbecue. But uh, other than that, you know, that's about it. Um, so, yeah, man. Yeah, that's about it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, um, Absolutely. Yeah. I'm 100% with but, you. But for Jordan Reed, Jordan Reed. Hey, Jordan Reed was having these concussions and stuff when he was in college, man. We should have known the red flag was right then. Like, mm -hmm. when he got that, like, that concussion, uh, I, I think it was Atlanta Falcons guy that hit him and stuff. Like, hit right. him. That should have been it right there. He should have retired on the field right there. Right there. That was <laughs> that should have been it right there. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, right. um, that's yeah, that, yeah. That, that's basically all I got to say about uh, Jordan Reed. You know, you know, so much potential. You always had to worry about him being healthy. That was always the thing. He's, you know, exactly. he's good, but you know, you need to be healthy. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Jordan Reed, man, I was uh, listening to some of our uh, John Kimes uh, podcast today and, you know, just what he went through mm -hmm. getting into the league, you know, playing quarterback and then transitioning to tight end. That's a right. big change. You know, you see mm -hmm. quarterbacks transitioning to wide receivers in different positions, but mm -hmm. quarterback to tight end. We talking about these guys take some major major hits. Hansel, what is your thoughts on Jordan Reed and Alex Smith? Yeah, um, you know, Alex Smith. Um, you know, I, I think he made good memories here. You know, he he did the best that he could, and he represented. You know, he he'll always his legacy will go down to somebody who was well respected in the game. You know, Patrick Mahomes constantly gives him credit all the time mm -hmm. uh, for being a true leader. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, you, you talk about the way you want to raise a young man or the things they want to learn about sports. That's Alex Smith right there. You know, that guy had Kaepernick come in and, t you know, pretty much take his job off injury, never said anything bad about the organization, never said anything bad about the coaching staff was total, uh, 
you know, first class all the way. And I will always respect him. And I do feel that the comeback player of the year award should be named after him. Um, you know, just the per perseverance and, and the awareness of those type of injuries and, you know, the military, how they tied all that in the documentary. Um, he's just always bringing a positive message. Mm -hmm. um, so I, that's how I'll remember him. Jordan Reed wise, uh, you know, I think he did a, uh, he, you know, he will be remembered by the fan base as mm -hmm. being a good player who contributed, but the inconsistency always, uh, always hurt him because he was always hurt. Um, he never really finished mm -hmm. seasons out for us. Um, obviously we didn't make it that easy on him either. You know, we didn't have that many other weapons in, during his tenure and the quarterback situation was okay until we got Kirk and, mm -hmm. and all that. But I, but I think, um, I think his talent was, was great. I mean, I remember when they used to show some of the one-on-ones on the screen and, and the, just the, just how you would say the juke moves, just the basketball, right. the basketball mm -hmm. abilities that right. he had that just came out were just so nasty. Mm -hmm. He was, he was so sweet right. with it. I just right. wish he could have just not had suffered from so many concussions like that last hit on that preseason game by uh, the guy from Atlanta. I yeah. mean, that was just yeah. a heartbreaker, yeah. man. Yeah. Cause yeah. I, I just, yeah. I just felt like it was going to be a good year for him. And mm -hmm. after that one, it just it just went downhill. So those are my thoughts on those two guys. Uh, hats off to both of them. I always remember and respect them, but uh, I don't know about Ring of Fame or anything like that. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so Phil, man, talk to me about these two guys. Two of your favorite guys in the whole world. Talk to me. Yeah, about two of my favorite guys. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna start with Jordan Reed. Um, okay. I, I think he could have been one of the biggest what. He's one of the biggest what ifs. Mm -hmm. I mean. If he could have stayed healthy, he was he could have been a Hall of Famer. He was he is that talented. He is just the way he run his routes out of the tight end position, nobody could cover him. Like literally nobody. Um, he was basically what Kelsey and uh Kittle are before them, before right. they came out. Um I want to end kind of end it with Alex Smith because to me, Alex's heart, heart, leadership. Um, he is just, I wish he could have been better for us. Right. Um, everybody does, yeah. but he was consistent. We knew what we were getting with yeah. Alex Smith. Right. Um, exactly. Nobody really liked the trade. Nobody wanted to give up Fuller and a third round pick for a guy that we thought, well, all, all thought right. was obviously going to be cut and we right. could have got him for free, I think. Um, but I mean, Alex Smith, like, like Hans said, you, if they don't name the comeback player of the year after him to, I don't know what the NFL is doing. Exactly. Most definitely. Most definitely. Big simple. Talk to me. All right. Um, about Alex Smith, I say you know, Alex Smith and um Jordan Reed. I I start with Alex Smith. Alex Alex Smith is really you know, he's a winner. Let let's let's just be real. He he knows how to win games. Thanks. You know. Um, one thing about him, he, you, 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 you trust him. You would definitely trust him as a winner because when he come through, when he come through in, you know, games that, you know, like the Pittsburgh Steelers game, that, that was the most interesting one because, you know, what he had to deal with, you know, overall with his, you know, with his leg overall, you know. It, it was hard. It was hard for him, you know, and and that was got to be the toughest. He he grit that one out like that. Right. That was like he was the he was like seventy 
I say probably probably down there probably seventy five percent in that game really if you think mm-hmm. about it because he not he wasn't playing all that well you know right. throughout the season so mm-hmm. he he's kind of like you know he gave everybody that encouragement and that you know man we we got we got this you know he he got this you know he showed everybody this this will this how you do it you know this how you do it you come through right you know so he took us he took us to the playoffs and um that that was you know one of the hardest things to do at this point Mm -hmm. at, at his career right so um i gotta give it to him man um He's a tough, he's a tough, tough quarterback to play with. So, um, and Jordan Reed, um, Jordan Reed, um, (laughs) okay, he, uh, let's, let's, let's talk about Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed, uh, he, he had that 2015 season, you know, man he it was it was it was amazing you know mm-hmm. everybody know right. how good he was that year you know mm-hmm. and ever since then yeah yeah that that's that's <laughs> nice man for a tight end yeah, yeah. that mm-hmm. yeah, but the injuries the concussions it, it just kept on catching up with him you right. know so and, and plus that Falcons that Falcons game made us think like is should he just retire right after that you know mm-hmm. and he didn't take that decision so he took it this year though you know right. he took his he took it he took it for for granted so he he went on and said that's it that's it right. he went on and did his thing you know yeah, most okay. definitely, man. Uh, I think a lot of people don't realize how great of a player Jordan Reed was. I mean, the guy was a mismatch mm-hmm. problem. Corners couldn't yes. guard him. Linebackers mm-hmm. couldn't guard him. Safeties couldn't guard him. I mean, the guy yeah. was Kelsey before Kelsey became Kelsey. Yeah. Like, people don't realize he was on that kind of level. And mm-hmm. granted, he didn't have the best quarterback. He didn't have a Patrick Mahomes. He didn't have some of these uh, uh, quarterbacks that some of these uh, top tight ends now have. Outside of right. Kittle, of course, but that's a whole nother story for a whole nother podcast. Uh, uh Sanchez, right. let me know what you think about these two guys retiring and what they've meant to the franchise and how you view those guys. I, I'm ashamed of all of you on here because the two <laughs> things that they have in common is they won the division and got Philadelphia Eagles coaches fired. How can y'all not <laughs> All on the floor. We just tracked our nasty shoes all up on it. Anyway, but um, Alex Smith, y'all, uh, if y'all don't realize this, he reestablished credibility to this franchise. Yeah. More than yep. anything in 2020, yep. he did that. Um, yep. Stability, he as you know, oxymoronic as it sounds with his knee injury, his leg injury, stability. He brought stability to yep. this team when they needed mm-hmm. it. And Facts. the only thing that that is kind of like what Phil said, it's a what if. It, it, it's a lot of what ifs with him. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I, I'm going to echo what, what the other two guys said, too. If you you don't name this call, comeback player the year award, 
for mm -hmm. him. This is the ultimate comeback story. I say a lot about mm -hmm. not making Lifetime movies. This man has mm -hmm. written his own Lifetime movie, and we, mm -hmm. we've all starred in it. And we called him Check Down Alex, but he was like, check this out, Alex, this year. Mm -hmm. He said, let me show you what I'm doing. And then Jordan right. Reed, y'all, um, I'll give you two names, Jerry Smith and Chris Cooley. Those yep. are the two best tight ends in Washington football Redskins history. And Jordan Reed is right there with them at number three. Mm -hmm. And he yep. would have destroyed all of those records. Jerry mm -hmm. Smith, who is a Hall of Famer and mm -hmm. who really set the standard as a receiving tight end in this league. And then Chris right. Cooley coming here as well. Jordan Reed, his injuries, that's the only thing that stopped him. Mm -hmm. I still cannot believe that Thanksgiving game against Dallas and all you see his AC joint was just as uh, threaded as that uh, towel was coming apart and he's still scoring touchdowns. Yep. This cat, man, unrealized potential and um, untapped, I, I think. It, it, they're both what-ifs, and um, but you know, they were fun to watch when they were at it though. Yeah, most definitely, man. I hope that we can find a tight end in this draft is going to give us some of the things that Jordan uh, um, Jordan Reed Brevin was able Jordan. to do uh, for the squad. Mm -hmm. I almost forgot his name because I'm already I'm already thinking about the next Jordan, uh -huh. Brevin Jordan. Right. You know yeah. I'm thinking about the next guy. So I'm not. Hey, thank you, Jordan Reed, yes. for what you've done. But hey, I'm thinking ahead. I'm thinking ahead. Yeah, awesome. um, shout out to Roger Smith that's listening right now. He always comes on go and supports. Um, he made a great point, which we're going to segue into offensive line. OK, he says that we need to really figure out how to uh, dominate the uh, offensive line. Like the football team has been drafting defensive line over and over and over and over. Right. So it's a lot of things that we can do at 19. We can do some things at 51. But I want to talk about Sadiq Charles for, for just a, sh a short little moment. Okay? Mm -hmm. So we drafted Sadiq Charles to be a left tackle. Right. We don't even know what he's gonna do. We, he played what one snap and he was he, he was out. What he was two done? Snaps, I don't know. He was done. He was done. He was, he was, done was done. Yeah. You know, he was like, I hurt my back, spinal. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> but uh, Sadiq Charles, you know, played a snap or two and he was done. Do you guys feel like Sadiq Charles is better off as a guard, or do you feel like he's gonna play some left tackle and do a good job playing the left tackle? When I look at him. It looks like his arms are like short, you know, but those same arms he's played in the SEC for years, which, yeah. you know, he's going against some of the best pass rushers in the world. I think the SEC is the mini NFL. So I want to go around the frames one more time and let's talk about Sadiq Charles. What do you guys expect from this guy moving forward? Do you guys think he plays guard or do you guys think he plays tackle or is he just a deaf guy? Is he just like another guy, a jag? But let me kick this off with Hansel. Oh, I'm so glad you came to me first. I'm so ready for this question. <laughs> so I was hoping you, you must have read me. Woo. Listen, uh, this is the way I see it, man. Sadiq Charles, like you just said, you made the point. He literally got hurt off one play. Now, those things happen. It could be a fluke. He could be injury prone. We don't know yet. But I'm going to tell you what. If you drafted him at left tackle, you should give him a chance at left tackle. Now, let him earn it through camp. However he needs to do it, he needs to get a shot there. But this right. is the way I see it, too. If you're a left tackle and you're going against speed and the most dominant pass rushers. He came from the SEC. You're going against speed, man. Right. If, you move, if you move inside, first of all, if you're playing left tackle, especially left tackle, you are super athletic. I don't see right. why you can't play guard and come around and pull. You're probably going to be one of the fastest guys out there. 
know what I'm saying? And now, and now you're playing with guys who are not as fast, but they're quick because there's a difference between the interior line and, and the pass rushers. They're faster outside. They're really good with their hands. They're quick too. But on the inside, it's not about being the fastest to the spot. You always teach D-line interior. It's about using your quickness. First mm -hmm. step, hands, beating the hands to the pads, those type of things. So when you're going against those type of guys and you take the athleticism that that kid has or that, that position calls for, mm -hmm. I feel mm -hmm. like he could play either one. You got to Listen, you got to start thinking outside the box because you can't address everything in free agency and in every draft. Brandon Sheriff, from what the reports went out, said out there this offseason that we offered to make him the highest paid guard and he didn't take it. To me, that's telling me exactly all I need to know. Right. He's seen Ron. He's seen Ron. He gave it a year of Ron Rivera. You know what I'm saying? He Obviously, there's something he's not feeling there. I'm not saying he can't sign long term, but I mean, if the, you offer to make him the highest paid guard, um, the only reason I can think is because it was a COVID year. I don't know. Maybe that's the reason behind it. You know, and the money's not as correct right. um, as per se as, as a regular year. But um, but we got to find a place to give him an opportunity to play. If he doesn't pan out, fine, no problem. We'll find somebody else, and then we could draft next year. But you can only fix so many things at one time, so I, I feel like he needs a chance to play. Awesome, awesome. Hey, big simple, real quick. Uh, Jamal, I mean, did I say Jamal Charles? What is wrong with me today, man? I wish we had a Jamal Charles in his prime. Sadiq Charles, does he play the left guard, right guard, left tackle, depth, swing tackle? Where do you see Sadiq Charles, and how does he fit with the football team moving forward? Um, I gotta say, uh, I gotta say he can play left guard, uh, left guard. You know, um, but but the whole thing is, you know, with him, can he stay healthy? That that's going right. to be the whole key for him. So, uh, uh, got the man. The man just got hurt off one play. It, it just right. I don't know. I don't know, but he, <laughs> left, left guard should be one of the um, one of the spots, or maybe right guard because uh, yeah, yeah. You never know. You never know what uh, well, Brandon sure. sure might might do. You know, because Brandon sure, I want I want him gone anyway. That that's just <laughs> right. I, I, that's just me anyway. You feel me? I want I want him I gone. You. you know, he, he just he just a waste of space now. It's time. It's time to get some picks. It's time to get some picks. Over. Absolutely, man. I'm with you on that. I think that this is Brandon Sheriff's last season with the football team. That's my bold prediction. I mean, I just don't see this deal being done. Uh, mm -hmm. If the deal was going to be done, the deal would have been done. You know, mm -hmm. we messed up. Sure. We blew this thing. We should have done some kind of trade. We should have done something. But now we're stuck with it. And he's going to be protecting our non-franchise quarterback, Fitzpatrick. But that's a whole nother episode. Phil, what is your thoughts right. on where Sadiq Charles plays this year? I actually think they drafted him as, left, as the left guard. I don't think they drafted him as the tackle. I think his arms are too short. Um, he just projects in the NFL as a guard. Mm -hmm. uh, a really good pulling guard. Now, mm -hmm. I think he can pull. Yep. Uh, a la Brandon Sheriff. Brandon Sheriff can pull. Mm -hmm. You know, those guys that have are good tackles in the college game make elite guards. Um, mm -hmm. He's just once again stay healthy. Right. I, I think he we drafted him injured, um, just like you know Thad Moss. Bye bye sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, from the past pod. But um, Sadiq Charles, I think should, him and Wes Schweitzer should battle it out for the left guard position. Mm -hmm. And if he beats out Schweitzer, 
Schweitzer can play tackle. Schweitzer played guard. Schweitzer can play center. Mm-hmm. I like having Wes Schweitzer as a backup. Mm-hmm. And same with Cornelius Lucas. I think he's better off as a swing tackle, even yeah. though he did have elite games. Like he, he was one of the elite left tackles when he played last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I see Sneak Charles as a guard. Uh, and yeah, Brandon Sheriff last year, probably this year. I would sign mm-hmm. to trade him. I'd do a sign yeah. and trade right now. Yeah. Got to. Got to. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I mean, I'm definitely with you guys on Sheriff. I think it's time to move on. It's just time to move on. You can't pay a guy like Sheriff the kind of money that he wants. And then if he gets hurt, where does that put the team? You know what I'm saying? So I want to go to uh, Anthony. Give me your thoughts on uh, Sadiq Charles and where he plays this year. Well, the thing about Sadiq Charles, I didn't like when he first came in there and stuff. Uh, I don't think he was like um, a good practice guy. You know, you got some people who are better in practice than other people and stuff. I don't think he's a good practice person yeah. stuff because um, I was hearing stuff like you know from like um, from Kimes and um, and JP and stuff about his work. You know, ethic is a little bit shaky and stuff like that. I, I guess like he was kind of overwhelmed with some things. You know how the mm-hmm. college guys when they first come in, what's the first thing they say? Oh, the speed of the game, speed of the game. Mm-hmm. I think it kind of overwhelmed and stuff. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah. he needs to work, he need to work on his lower core, get some more mm-hmm. strength down there in his legs and stuff. If you're gonna put him in the, like left guard, because if right. you're gonna pull and stuff, he better be coming around that corner where to wear somebody out. You know what I'm saying? And I don't yeah. know if he got enough um, you know, back there to um do that right now. I I haven't seen him now. I know he could be working right now as we speak, but he need to be. <laughs> but um, yeah, because um. That, that's that's the thing that's going to hold him down, his physicality and his mental part of the game. He needs to work on that. Absolutely. Hey, Corey, what do you think, man? Um, well, I think we, we've we discussed Sadiq Charles more than he played in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Land. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. no, but, uh, I kinda, uh, kinda, <laughs> oh, man, you can't leave low-hanging fruit right there for me. Um, no, I, I, I kind of echo what everybody else said so far. You know, I, I, I thought, you know, he may have been a left tackle uh, in name only. Uh, he he looks like a left guard. I, I think that uh, he is going to have to do some growing up. That was one of the dings on him throughout the draft process. And it seems like somewhere with LSU and these players, they need to learn how to grow up um, mm-hmm. if you're on the line or if you're running back. <clears throat> but um, <laughs> either way, um, you know, I, I think that's going to – if he – gets it i think he's going to be good and put him out there at the left at the left guard if you want to have him compete for left tackle let him do it because uh what we've known about ron vera last year is he's big on versatility and that's not just his skill position players Mm -hmm. that's with his linemen uh you look at morgan moses Mm -hmm. his best game was really at left tackle last year. Uh, so, I, I mean, versatility reigns king uh, in Washington now. So, if you think he can do it at left guard, you think he can do it at right tackle, try him out at both during the – um. The, what do you have an off season for? What do you have the summer for? So, right. go ahead and do that. But uh, exactly. I, think, I exactly. think he needs to be here first 
before he starts going back out there, though. And if he's there, I think everything else will fall in place for him. Absolutely. I, I agree. So all I got from what Sanchez said was do not draft LSU players. Just don't draft LSU coaches who go to Kansas and then we'll be good. Perfect segue. Perfect segue. A guy that I'm looking at in the draft is Jabril Cox. Okay. But before we get to Jabril Cox, my number two linebacker in the draft Xavier Collins, I saw reports today that he has gotten up to 270 pounds. Mm-hmm. 270 pounds. So that, that eliminates me from wanting him to come to Washington and be our middle linebacker. I'm sorry. If they wanted a 270-pound linebacker, they can sign me for half the cost, okay? So you don't want a 275 <laughs> middle linebacker on the squad. But I will say this, though. You know, you hear the JOK, you hear Parsons falling. I mean, you hear all kinds of stuff. This topic right here is not even on the show notes, but I'm just flowing right now. So y'all, y'all just got to just, just you know, roll on with me. Um, mm-hmm. What I'm saying is Rolling. okay. linebacker is the one position you can look at right now and say, you know what? We need one. If the roster is as is and the season started today, we need two. We need three. Okay? Two, we need right. linebackers. We need we need multiple. Two. So if the season yeah. started today – We'll be okay in every position but linebacker. All mm-hmm. we have is uh, all we have right now on the roster is Bostic, who I don't even I know he played well at the end of the season, but I don't even know what to do with that guy. You got Cole Holcomb, cool. you know what I'm saying? Then you mm-hmm. got uh that Viper guy, the Viper kid from uh, Michigan. Oh, Hudson. Hudson. Yeah, Hudson, yeah, Hudson. Hudson. So it's like ah, uh, you need some linebackers. Yeah. So based off of where don't we are right Jared now, <laughs> huh? Don't forget Jared Norris. Hey, oh, wow. yeah, that guy. Yeah, 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 that guy. But when you look at at 19, we can honestly trade down. At mm-hmm. 19, we can trade up. If a guy like Michael Parsons falls to 13, he's the he's there's only two guys in the draft that are non-quarterbacks that I'm willing to trade up just a little bit for. Okay. Mm-hmm. One is Kyle Pitts. That's not happening. Yeah. The second guy is Parsons. Yeah, the second guy is Parsons if he falls to the right. Spot okay, so at linebacker, what do you think we do, Hansel? I'm first of all, I'm not moving up for anything but a quarterback. That's it. If it ain't a quarterback, I'm not moving up. It's not worth it. Um, I I, I have said before, um, if you have a handful of guys that you like, um, you know, and you talk about people have talked about Collins and JOK kind of in that same realm, whether you're looking at that or a tackle, and somebody wants to move up move back two, three, four spots. As long as you can strike at one of your five guys, three guys that you have on your list, it just makes sense because that helps us in the second round. Uh, We pick up an extra second round pick. We can address other positions. Uh, We all know we have holes to fill. Um, But to me, I'm going to tell you like this. I I feel like people get caught up way too much in in, in draft, uh, pre-draft measurables, little stories that come out. We all bite and react to something. So do I like the report that Zayvon Collins is 270 pounds? No. But when you watch the tape, the guy's athletic, man. He's fast. His yeah. game speed is fast. I mean, I'm not worried about that he gained a couple pounds. What if some of it's muscle? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not saying it is. Logically, it's probably as long as, speed. As, long as he don't lose his speed. And, and I mean, there could be reasons why he's doing it. Um, they could have, I don't know, misweighed him the first time. Who knows? I mean, he could have gained the weight. But the way I see it is what you see on film – 
Um, if you do your homework, if he's a high character guy, if he works hard, he's a hard worker, all his coaches back him. And the proof is in the pudding because, you know, these guys go all the way back to like middle school, elementary. Mm -hmm. They talk to all the teachers and everybody they possibly can about you. If they do their homework right. the correct way, which I'm sure his staff will, because Rivera is not about those games. Look at all the experience on his on his staff that he's collected. They should know there's a reason probably behind it. And I'm sure he'll have an explanation for it if that's the case. Mm -hmm. But like I said, I'm going to hang it on the game tape don't lie and his speed is good. And I still like him a lot. And I'd be ecstatic if we took him at that at that at that pick. But I'm going to say this one last thing. If we don't trade up for a quarterback, which I'm really down to do, and that's what I really want most than anything. Mm -hmm. The my next best thing is trade back mm -hmm. and then yes address address yeah. linebacker yeah. preferably and if not tackle possibly whatever's there. But linebacker would be the number one position that I would look for if I'm going for need, not best player available, but hopefully everything matches. Absolutely. Hey, I gotta read this comment, man. Trey Z from the DMV Sports. He is silly. He said Collins hit that fried chicken wings and mambo sauce early. You know what I'm saying? Look, I think that Xavier Collins knows what he's doing. I think that Xavier Collins is not. He's not going to be a middle linebacker. That's just my opinion. I think he's probably going to be a 3-4 linebacker. Maybe he's bulking up for that. Like Just like Hansel said, there's a reason why he's doing what he's doing. But on mm -hmm. our defense, I just don't know where you put him. I mean, we need a guy that controls the middle of the field. We're looking for that linebacker of the defense. Um, and there's some guys that I like. Nick Bolton, Jabril Nick Cox, like uh, Jamin Davis. There's some guys out there. Yeah. So we're going to be fine at mm -hmm. linebacker. And I love what Hansel said about trading back. Trading back is the key because you get to acquire yes. maybe an extra second or an extra third to then fill exactly. more needs. Uh, right. Talk to me about linebacker. Oh yeah. Um, well, we need we need all the help we can get. Maybe a little prayer too with that. I, I mean, kind of like what you said. All we got is Cole Holcomb and a dude who assassinated Andy Dalton for the most part. And I, I think charges still pending on um, John Boston. But um, I, I do. I love this. I, I love when logic is um, is in the fray. Applied. If you don't, mm -hmm. yes, when it's in the fray and applied. If you don't know what you're going to do at 19, trade back and get something for it. It's every, it's in yeah. every club song that you love. Back it up. <laughs> Let's go back in the draft. Let's collect some capital. And then you know what? That means we're going to go out and we're going to have breakfast right after this, right? Because it's like four in the morning. Yeah, right. but either way, we need help at linebacker. You said homeboy from Kentucky, Nick Bolton, mm -hmm. these guys in the SEC names who have been run over by some of the best in the NFL and who have, st I mean, stopped some of them in the premier conference in college football. Get these cats out of here. Um, just get one of, and, and you know, th this draft is so deep. We don't really need to focus on mm -hmm. uh, Zayvon Collins coming to Washington. Although I think that is a lot of muscle weight, probably. And then you know he's trying to buy his girlfriend a ring. Maybe he had a ring mm -hmm. up in his pocket, and that mm -hmm. brick was was weighing ten pounds. We don't know. So shame on you, man. You're doing this to our guy. Shame on you. E two Brute. E two. I can't believe it. We got Brutus to do this all up in. But hey, I'm glad that the rest of you guys are still holding on. Holding I on. I thought you had hacked. I thought you got hacked lot. today. 
I really did. When you tweeted that out, I said, man, it got hacked. And then I said, oh, no. <laughs> I almost clicked the report button when you said that, too. Oh, but, no. <laughs> and, and you know what? This is why I said what I said. Me and Adam Aniba, we talk all the time. And he was kind of talking about how Xavier Collins was going to probably try to get down to, you know, 235 and play that middle linebacker spot. And, you know, we, we all seen the game tape. We all know the game speed, but at what mm. weight was he on those tapes? Right. You know what I'm saying? So for him bulking right. up, there's a reason for it. So my whole thing was just that, hey, it just maybe just doesn't fit that Luke, Luke Keekly type mode because that's who we're looking for. We're looking exactly. for a Luke type guy. You know what I'm saying? And whether it's Xavier Collins, whether it's whoever, they know what they're looking for. And I think they're looking for that middle linebacker guy, a guy that can come in and play the mic. And uh, we also need a guy that can cover. You know what I'm saying? So there's definitely several things that they're looking at. Today, I was looking at a guy from Virginia. A lot of people say that he's a project. Charles mm. Snowden, yeah, 6'7", uh, 240 pounds. A 6'7 linebacker? That's insane. I mean, he looked like Montez Sweat. Okay? I don't, I'm not oh, saying wow. like Sweat, but oh, wow. what I saw best out of Snowden was he can tackle very well and he, and he can get after the quarterback, but that's still probably not that middle linebacker that we're looking for, but he's definitely a guy that can help on special teams. He can possibly block some kicks. He can probably block a mm -hmm. kick without even jumping. That's how tall and long this guy was six, seven linebacker, man. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying those kinds wow. of guys don't come, you know, you don't see those guys mm -hmm. just in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those so, measurables uh, will probably yeah. get him outside at, as a three, four uh, pass rusher. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, somebody said that they would use him as a three-four pass rusher, even mm. in the four-three. Now that'll be sick. That'll be sick. Like just imagine two Montez Sweat coming after you if you're a quarterback. You're running. You're like, mm. I'm a help. I'm a help. Mm. <laughs> so uh, there's tons of linebackers out there. Somebody just mentioned uh, Baron Browning. I don't know much about that guy, but um, he, he said, "Hey, Baron Browning is a solid." Taz Surratt. I can keep going. Yeah, so Surratt's yeah, good. Chad good. Linebackers in the draft, real quick. All right, so like I said, at 19, if he's there, I think Jock is the best defensive player in this draft. I just – he is – I think he can play everywhere. I think he would be an awesome weak side linebacker for us, um, and we need it. But if he's not there – I'm all for trading back. I believe, every, you know, you take as many darts as you can to throw at that bullseye. That's the way I look at it. Yep. Uh, the more darts you have to throw, the more chances you have to hit. So you can get, like I said, Cameron McGrone, right. middle linebacker from Michigan. He is he can slide right in start day one. He'll be better than Bostic. Uh, Chaz Surratt, uh, my boy from North Carolina. Love my I love my heels. Everybody knows that. Um, yeah. Uh, Pete Warner. Pete Warner from Ohio State. If you watch the Ohio State Clemson game, that dude jumped off the screen. He was all over the field. Um, so I don't like Byron Browning from Ohio State. I like Pete Warner. Um, then you got guys even later like Snowden as well. Uh, so you can get the linebacker all down any of the rounds, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I want a left tackle in the first round. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, Anthony, let me hear from you real quick. Okay, uh, <clears throat> as far as linebackers concerned, y'all all mentioned the base of the, the linebackers that um, that that I, I probably would like to get. Um, Cox, the guy from uh, LSU, 
nice. Yeah. I would love for us. To, yeah. He would look so good in Burgundy go and stuff. But um, you had mentioned like trading up. The only time you trade up is like you said for a quarterback. Unless you got the second coming of Ray Lewis, I ain't trading up for nothing. I'm going back. You know what I'm saying? That's the only way I trade up. I got the second coming of Ray Lewis. But other than that, yeah, you trade, you trade back again, man. Well, <clears throat> yeah, you know, if he falls towards the end, I'd be lucky and stuff. But um, I have a question for you though. Um, this okay. is like a little off topic a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. they say that Fields has a, a medical situation, epilepsy and stuff. How do you feel if he falls to us? Would you would you think we should take him with the medical issue? No. Nope. Look, I will take him if he falls to 19. Why not? Yeah. Why not? I, I, I think with what he has, I was listening to uh, Street Scores today. And, mm-hmm. I mean, he publicly let everybody know his condition, but he's been playing with that condition. I don't think that it's going to, uh, you know, turn people away from what he has. They're just going to have to figure out how to deal with this while he plays football. But – you know, is 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 I'm glad that it came out now. Then later, um, yeah, if he falls to 19, why not? Why not? I think he's going to be a very good quarterback. Uh, he's mobile. He's strong. Um, he's similar to Cam Newton, which Rivera loves him some Cam Newton. So <laughs> he definitely loves, fits. Yeah, he he yeah. definitely fits the kind of quarterback that Ron Rivera likes and that Ron Rivera has coached and and had success with. So I think he's going to be fine. I think he's going to be fine. But yeah, if he falls to 19, why not? You can either take him or you trade back. But all this talk about needing a quarterback and not taking him if he falls to 19 is just crazy. It just doesn't make any sense. If he falls to 19, you just got to kick the tires and just take that chance. I mean, mm-hmm. you took a chance on uh, Dwayne Hassens when he fell, right? When quarterbacks fall, there's a reason. And it's kind of scary the reason why they you know, fall. When Dwayne, Haskins fell, right. when Dwayne Haskins fell, he <clears throat> just wasn't good, okay? That quarterback mm-hmm. class was just well, trash, okay? I, I do I do remember uh, Aaron Rodgers falling, and it was for Ooh, a dumb reason because they said he got too much of an attitude. He thought he was the man, which he should want in your quarterback. <laughs> that was the dumbest reason in the world. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, there's some dummies out here, too, that's, you know, supposed to be experts picking these, making these picks, so you got to understand that, too. Right. Yeah, but, yeah, somebody just said that he won't fall. Yeah, Fields won't fall, but if he does, yeah. it's a no-brainer. Yeah. It's a no-brainer, you know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, let me hear from you, Big Simple linebacker. Give me one guy that you want on a football team. Give me one guy that you say, "Hey, if we get this guy, he's going to help us, and he's going to help us win games, and he's going to be that quarterback of that defense." Give me one guy that you like, linebacker. Um, Col- Collins is my guy. Uh, he okay. he kind of grown over me, uh, you know, grown for the last couple of you know. You know, the last couple of day, months for me mm-hmm. when it came downtown. So I kind of seen how he played. He he real he he can cover, he can, you know, tackle. The the guy the guy's a flat out beast. He had two two sixty, six four. I I gotta I gotta I gotta I got to pick him. I got to. That that that's that's my guy. That's my guy. I got I, I'm looking at him like yeah, but if if we don't get him, I'm gonna say we should trade, you know, trade down to get, you know, probably trade down to get um some more picks. Um, let me see, let me see, uh, probably a second round, something like that, to get some more picks around there. Yeah. Um, you know, try try yeah, linebacker. We do need linebacker though. Because Absolutely. we don't have no linebackers at all. None. None. 
No doubt. None. I mean, no doubt. we have Holcomb. I mean, Phil is a big North Carolina fan. We have Holcomb. I know that. But it's a perfect segue. <laughs> Everybody's saying trade back, trade back, trade back. And that's honestly what I want to do. I want to trade back if the guy that I want is not there. Let me pose this question to everybody. How do you guys feel about trading back? Like, we've done these mock drafts, and I know there's a trade that comes up every time. There's that number 32 and, and number 64. If the Buccaneers offer number 32 and 64, do you take that? You know what I'm saying? Yes, you're dropping from 19 to 32, but you're still picking up a, another second-round pick. So the realistic – look, to okay, you have, to, you have to think about it this way. What team is actually willing to trade up to 19 and give up their second-round pick this year? Those kinds of deals don't come too easily unless somebody magical drops to 19. Most times they'll tell you, okay, you can have our first-round pick this year and then a second next year. Those are the kind of deals that you see when people are trading up most times in that uh, you know, first, uh, first round, like moving up spots, right. let's say, from pick 28 to 19. They're probably going to give you a second-round pick next year, or they might say a first and a third this year. But either way that it goes, I don't mind trading down to get a free safety. If the mm -hmm. right, I know everybody's saying Richie Grant at 51. To be honest with you guys, I don't think Richie Grant lasts till 51. The guy yeah, is a beast. Skyrocketing. He's yeah. a beast. So you got to do two things. You got to do two <laughs> things. There's two things you can do. You can trade back in the first round, grab Richie Grant if he's there. Some people like Trevon Morig if he's there. Then, or you say, you know what? I'm going to risk it all. You know what I'm saying? Sanchez loves to risk it all, okay? So if you're going to risk it all, That's then true. you got <laughs> you got you to gotta move up. You got to move up realistically from 51 to, <laughs> to the early second to get your guy. You know what I'm saying? I don't like to risk it all like Sanchez. But um, what do you guys think about uh, free safety? And we can also talk about Landon Collins, okay? But uh, let's kick it off with Hansel. Uh, talk to me about free safety. What would you like the team to do? And how do you kind of see the whole Landon Collins, Cam Carl thing working out? It's a loaded question. Yeah. Um, in the draft, I mean, obviously we could address that position. Um, I feel, I mean, a talent like Richie, I would love to get him. I, I don't feel like we're going to be in striking distance to get him. I do like a guy like Paris Ford later on in the draft. Um, you know, I do feel like there are some guys that can help us out there. So I feel like you can always take a swing on that, um, mid, mid later rounds. Um, and another reason being saying that is because we have that issue to kind of figure out already. Mm -hmm. Um, we do, we do have pieces there. We don't know where the, they fit in the puzzle. And, um, also the fact that pretty much our defense is our strength. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, right. um, you you don't have to worry. I'm not going to say it's not of an importance, but you don't have to worry and sweat it so much. Now, mm -hmm. when it comes to Landon Collins, the way I see it is if he's a smart guy, he's going to listen to those comments that Ron Rivera said. Mm -hmm. And he's going to he's gonna say, yes, coach, I'm going to give it a try. Because if he wants to stay making that ridiculous money that he's making, he right. better find a way to stay on the field and adjust because we're not going to pay you all that money to sit on the bench. Exactly. And, and you know, and you got guys like Cam Curl who openly saying, Hey, I'll try whatever. You play me a free safety, you can play me anywhere. That's the attitude that Ron wants. He does not mm -hmm. want me guys. Right. He said it right. over and over again. 
Landon Collins better fix it because you can't just play him at the, up at the box all the time because it just shows offenses what you're doing if you keep exactly. him down there the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In the NFL, you switch safeties. They roll safeties. You know what I'm saying? They play different roles. You can't just keep him in the box as a safety. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, that Viper position that, that Hudson uh, mm-hmm. was going to play, that might right. be a position suited well for Landon Collins. Right. Um, you could use his versatility. He's good as a blitzer. Um, there's a lot of packages that you could run with him. But he should embrace that and be excited because it could rejuvenate his career. Because, um, I mean, he's falling off in coverage. He's not. He's not good in coverage. How many times last year when he was healthy? Because I know he got hurt. But how many mm-hmm. times do you remember in the open field him missing a tackle? It happened. Yeah, it happened, yeah, it happened yeah. more than a handful yeah. of times. I remember. Mm-hmm. It. I'm like, dude, we pay you all this money, and you can't make a damn tackle, and that's what you're known for, you know. But right. for him. He's better with reduced space. But when you give him that open field with his coverage, sometimes maybe some tackling, he just he gets lost out there. And I feel like he better adapt and he better adjust if he wants to stay part of his defense. And the last thing I'm going to say, if he wants to be successful, trust this staff. Del Rio came in and took a staff that had talent but was terrible for years and turned them around in one year. Trust your coaches to put you in positions yeah. to be successful, man. Yeah. We're good for a reason. Play your role and you will succeed. Absolutely. Hey, Anthony, what are your thoughts on free safety and where you see Landon Collins playing uh, on this defense? Uh, to piggyback on what my man just said right there, um, um, in the beginning of last year, you heard like some of the defensive guys were not like, you know, not liking the defense at first until they saw trust in the process. And then they seen the fruits of of their labors. So if 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 like you say, if the guys just follow through. Uh, I, I can see them succeeding now. A guy like uh, Landon Collins, I don't know. He might be stuck in his way. I already heard he, he bucking the thing about turning to a linebacker, so he might be stuck in his way. And plus, he got a big, big, big paycheck, and you know he might be right for cutting right about now. You know what I mean? So, um, but in the draft, I'm looking at two guys in like in the second or third round and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. The the first guy I'm looking at is a guy from Oregon, Hollins. You, you know, mm-hmm. guy from Oregon, Hollins. Yeah, yeah. I'm Oregon looking at him. Holland. He make a probably good, yeah. So he might make a good, um, you know, for maybe the third round or second round. Uh, I'm not too sure about the guy in Florida State, but I just threw him in there. Uh, I can't pronounce his name. A song, something I can't pronounce his name. Yeah, 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 yeah. that guy. But, yeah, he, he's he's a big dude. He, he's like more of a tweener, though. I don't know if he's a, may he might make a better strong safety than a free safety, in my opinion. You're not gonna can, girl. Yeah, uh, my boy, my boy Tracy just said Landon Collins couldn't cover a car last year. Look, get off of Landon Collins, man. Get off of Landon Collins. He's gonna come back to his all pro status, and we can trade him at the trade deadline for a fourth or third round pick. Okay, so let's build up Landon Collins. Landon Collins, if you're listening, we believe in you. You're gonna go out there and you're gonna have a sub pro bowl season, a sub. Uh, all pro season, and we're gonna trade you. So play well, so we can get some good value for you, Mister. Before you gonna be a comedian, man. It's Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, do, 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 do it for the do it for the fans. Do it for the, do it for the fans. Do it for the gram. Do it for the gram. Okay. Uh, do it for the points. Do it for the clock. Big simple. If you are the coach of the football team, what do you say to Landon Collins to get him motivated to come out and play some ball this year? Um uh let me see. Uh how can I say this to Landon Collins? Uh Landon Collins, you got you got you gotta just play better. That's it. You know, just come out there, play your best, 
you know, if, if you listening, that that's the key, you know, if he's listening and staying on his job and mm-hmm. keep on working on his game, that 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 supposed to be the main main focus for a football player, right? I mean, okay, I dig it, but let me tell you, you know, this though. So if I'm Landon Collins and I'm telling you, Coach, I hear what you're saying, man. I'm going to come out here and I'm going to play hard. But I'm telling you, man, I'm only playing strong safety. I'm only playing safety. Then what do you tell me? You need me a linebacker. But I'm telling you. (laughs) (laughs) What do you say then? Well, well, you you, you lost out on that road, brother. Uh, I'm going to just say, you know. You got it. We we can put you in spots that that you might work in. You know, maybe you know on the blitz. We can put it put you in some blitz packages. You feel me? Mm. Um, okay. something like that. You know, it maybe something like that. You know, just put them in when it when it's like third down when we going on our all out blitz or something. You know. Okay, that's fine, you coach. Know? I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna do the little sub package and do this, but I'm still getting paid this year, right? I'm still getting paid, coach, right? You go. You go. You go again. You go get paid. Sure you are. Sure you are. Sure. I'm gonna do everything you need me for me to do, coach. Um, let me get to Corey. Corey, who do you like in the draft? Who do you think we get as a free safety mid to late or whenever? And then how do you feel about the whole Landon Collins situation? Well, um, I'll say the best for last then. Um, I, I've been looking at that kid from Syracuse, but he kind of – he tore his ACL. Was it Cisco, I think? Andre uh, Cisco. Yeah, yeah, Cisco. So yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the thong song. The thong song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> He uh, he's got all the makings of a great free safety. He's got a, a smaller build. Uh, he can. He seems like he has good break on the ball. He's it was like twenty some interceptions he had in his three year career up there uh, for the Orangemen. So I, I think that guy might be somewhere to look at. They had him at a second round pick, but maybe with that ACL tear. Uh, it may go down. It, he may go down to the third day. So that no. might be an opportunity no, no. for. Maybe a fourth round. Yeah, so that may be an opportunity for for Washington to pounce it. And then I I think to be honest with you, Cam Curl in a way sometimes is a little bit kind of could be a, a free safety depending on if you put Shades there. Why can't mm-hmm. you try him out there? Just just see it for the uh for the grand scheme of thing. And then as for um Mister Collins, um I would ask him I, I, if I'm wrong, I'm asking what is your end goal here. All right. What is your angle? What do you want to do? If you don't want to win, we got to find somewhere else for you. And if mm-hmm. winning, if you think winning is you playing safety and getting burst, burnt worse than my grandma's toast, mm-hmm. then it's time for you. It, it's time for <laughs> us to find a way to get you up out of here. Now you know your grandma can cook. Uh, she's not. She's ninety, Phil. She's ninety, so she it, it's kind of hit or miss now. Uh, the season, the seasoning's gone. She can't eat salt, man. Uh, but anyway, like that. But at the end of the day, that's what this is all about. Right. Ron has made a, a, a establishment, and then I would say this. I said, bring that Sean Taylor jersey in there uh, that Dan gave you. This is going back up to the upper room until you earn it again. But that, that, that's what you got to do. You, although you thought in two thousand nineteen, there is a reason why. Pro, pro football focus said Landon Collins in 2019 uh, going into 2019 season free agency was the best off off ball linebacker. Mm-hmm. He's a box safety. Embrace mm-hmm. it. Get over it. 
If you can't, if you don't want to be here, get the <laughs> do a Deshaun Golson. Remember when we got him and Tampa was paying it? I'll pay a year for you to go somewhere else. And if you want to get burnt and everything like that, have fun with it because it's two things we got you in here to do. Beat the Giants. Haven't done that yet with your sorry butt on there. And then you go here, you're a liability every time. And I remember, don't forget, y'all remember that Daniel Jones run? Who bid on that? Mm-hmm. Who bid on that yep. play? Come Landon on, Collins, church. Yeah. Come on, church. That's right. Landon Collins. I would show him every play where you're out of position. So delete that Dallas game and get him, get his butt focused, and we'll go from there. But if you don't want to be here winning, go, go on, go on. I'll get somebody. I will take a diet, uh, diet Mountain Dew and a half-eaten bag of chips just to get rid of them. Because you don't want to be here, I ain't got a place for you, dog. Get the heck up out of here. I feel you, man. I love it. I love it. I love that energy. I feel our uh, draft guy. Let's go ahead and switch gears to running backs real quick. Um, we just waved what, Bryce Love. For me? Come on, now. We just waved <laughs> Bryce that's my, Love. That's my- that's my position. And, um, you know, there's lots of possibilities in the draft. And running back, to me, has become a need. Before Bryce Love was cut, it, look, it's been a lead. It's been a uh, it's been a need since Adrian Peterson was here, okay? We just needed a running back, first of all, that's young and healthy. Look, give me a healthy running back, man. Give me a running back that has two good knees, okay? Can we do that? Mm. You know? <laughs> We have been a rehab home, and I've said this on numerous episodes, and I, I think that you was on one of them, Phil. I said, look, this is not a rehab home. I'm tired of rehabbing guys, and then they retire or they leave or they get hurt or they go somewhere else and excel, okay? So Bryce Love is gone. It didn't work out. It was a gamble. He was a, he was a running back that had first-round uh, first a grade, and he had great pedigree, but we drafted him injured. And it was a gamble. We took him in the fourth round. Not only did we take him in the fourth round, we traded back from that Kirk Cousins pick and took Wes Martin and Bryce Love. And it just wow. seems like we were better off <laughs> drafting a guy in the third God. round and calling it a day. It didn't work yep. out. But Lord, we need running back. We need running backs. And um, Peyton Barber, we all can say that, hey, he's just a jag. He's a guy that's going to get you those two yards that you need, and he might just get you a goal line carry. But we need more, okay? We need more than that. Give me a guy that you're looking at in the third to fifth round or late round. Just give me a guy. It don't even matter where we get him. Just give me a guy that we can get that can help this football team. All right. So you just said what, you know, he was talking about Cisco falling to the fourth. You just Mm -hmm. explained why we took Brass Love, and now you want to take Cisco for the same reason? Nah. I didn't say Cisco. I didn't no, say no, Cisco no, now. I'm just saying that's that's what we do. We, yeah. we take the players that fall, and we've got to stop that. We have to take healthy players. we got to mm-hmm. stop taking these injured players that fall over and over and over again. Yeah, every once in a while they'll pan out. But most of the time you blow your knee up, you're done. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it is. Bryce Love's done. Cisco, he, he takes bad angles. But my running back's late. Um I wish, I hope he would be there at third round. I think Michael Carter from North Carolina is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Love like the way you mm-hmm. the tackles. He didn't do it as much at North Carolina, but during the senior bowl, he showed that he can actually run between the tackles and be strong, and he can actually catch the ball as well. Um, later rounds, you got Ramondre Stevenson from Oklahoma. He's a 
big dude. Like he can hit. He will hit those holes. He runs between the tackles. That's my um, guy. Because we know Gibson wants to hit outside lanes. I think mm-hmm. Gibson's still strong, and Gibson will run between the tackles. Uh, he, I think mm-hmm. he needs to run between the tackles more because I think he's stronger than you know they think he. He. I mean, he's strong, dude. Big. Right. For then fast. Um, not a fan of Trey Sermon. He's been a one-year wonder to me. He played at Oklahoma. I, mm-hmm. Actually, I won't even call him a one-year wonder. I'll call him a two-game wonder. That's what Trey Sermon is. I'm not, I'm not, not sold on Trey Sermon. Um, yeah, Roger. Kenneth Gainwell, another Memphis guy. Yeah. He's yep, really yep. good. Uh, some guys that, you know, lower key, Elijah Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell from Louisiana. Yeah. He is – He's a later round guy that could possibly hit. Um, and even though he's small, uh, Jarrett Patterson from Buffalo, the dude had almost 400 yards in a game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and actually, my last guy, my sleeper is Jake Funk from Maryland. Nice. Dude, hit me up. Yeah. Uh, I like Jake Funk and Clear, Khalil Herbert, but Jake Funk's yeah. my favorite sleeper of all. Um, Herbert, I think he's got too many carries on him. Like he's been. Bounce around from Kansas to Virginia Tech. Uh, but, yeah, running back we need. We need a running back because yeah, we saw when Gibson went down how mm-hmm. how off our offense was. Um, but yeah, that's, that's about all I can say from running backs. Hey, I have an interesting stat to read to you guys about running backs when dealing with the Washington football team. Um, I forgot who I got this from, but it said for 12 straight years – not one, not two, not three, but 12 straight years the football team has drafted a running back. Hmm. Now, I've said hmm. in previous podcasts that the football team should draft a running back every two years. Yep. But not even realizing that we've drafted one every year for the last 12 years. Now, obviously, sometimes you get the guys like Geis and things happen. Sometimes you get the guy like Samaj P. Ryan and he doesn't happen. So – for whatever the reason is, or even last year, we drafted a surprise guy in Antonio Gibson, and a lot of us was pissed off. But look how that worked out. Adrian Peterson is gone. Guys is gone. Bryce Love is gone. And Gibson is still here. A guy that only had, what, 33 carries his whole college career. A guy that played more receiver than running back. A guy that we didn't even know what to expect, and it worked. So what I'm saying is we're going to continue to draft running backs. Okay? Mm. But – I mean, I've always said every two years. So, Hansel, talk to me about what we do at running back, and do you even feel like running back is a need? Absolutely. Absolutely. We definitely uh, – the last time I was on, I told you that uh, we were talking about draft needs, and um, running back is definitely a position we need. Um, the piggyback off Phil said, when Gibson went down, you need another running back, man. McKissick is a weapon that you don't want to just have just in the backfield. You can, When you line him up in the slot and you move him in motion all over the place – that's when he's at his, his at his best. So you need to have another guy, especially a guy who can do that short yardage, but also is a guy who you can hand the ball off multiple times and is not just the third down back. Um, I do like uh, Jamar Jefferson from Oregon State, a guy that you can get later on. I mean, he's 5'10", 217. He's in between the tackles. Boomer, he's like he's just hard to tackle. If you watch his film, he's just one of those loads. And not only that, if you watch his film, you're going to love it. If you're a physical guy, he runs literally right at you. If, if, if he's going down the sideline, instead of going out like most guys do, he'll lower his shoulder, he'll go straight at you. But another guy that um, that a lot of people I'm surprised have not mentioned in draft talks is, man, Chuba Hubbard, man. Yeah. I mean, dude, 
that that dude right there, man, he is he's gonna be slept on, and somebody's gonna get him late. And he's gonna my philosophy is this, man. The only time you get a running back in the first round is if you are literally a team who has all the pieces, and the exactly. only piece that you're missing is running back, and he, and he's that much of a baller. Like exactly. you know, that's when you take a Najee Harris in the first mm-hmm. round. You know, even yep. though he's amazing, I mean, right. I'm not I'm not discounting running backs. They are amazing athletes and they're awesome. But the value of what it is in the NFL, yep. you it's just every year you get guys in the late rounds, man. So. Not only if I understand the 12 years in a row, because it's just value, man. Why not right. take a swing out there? It's a late right. pick. You might hit a home run on a running back, and you never know. And, and it's probably one of the most easiest cut positions that you don't even think about twice when you cut them. You're just like, oh, whatever. It's it's not as valued position. But like I said, the last person, like I said, is Chuba Hubbard, man. That guy, I would love to get him late. Um, but those are my two, my two guys that I would get in the later rounds, and I think we absolutely need a, a running back for sure. Okay, awesome. We're getting into the rapid fire uh, portion of the podcast. Like we gotta like boom, 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 boom. Um, Anthony, give me a name that you like as a running back. Uh, which car? I already mentioned my guy. I'm Carter. That's my guy from North Carolina. Carter. Awesome, yeah. awesome. Love big simple, him. big simple. Give me a name that you like uh, as a running back. Oh, Stevenson. Stevenson. Yeah. 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 yeah that's my guy. <laughs> Hey, even though Stevenson is big, I, I love, I love, I love, I just love that toughness. You feel me? I, I love yeah. how he runs. You feel me? Right. Yeah. I looked at him the other day. I did a, a quick little stream and shared uh, some of his um, uh, highlights or whatever. But yeah, I like that guy. Although he's big, he can he has soft hands, and we preach versatility. And he's definitely a guy I feel like can help the team. He's going to get you the tough yards. It reminds me of uh, uh, Jamal Williams that played in Green Bay that just moved on to the uh, oh, yeah. uh, Lions. Jamal yeah. Williams can get those tough yards, but he can also receive the ball. He's not, like, so shifty, but he's just, like, that perfect complement to whatever kind of back that you have. Hey, Sanchez, mm-hmm. give me a running back that you're looking at. Uh, Kalen Hill, man. I, I liked what I kind of saw at him during the senior bowl and everything. Uh, he's got a little bit of explosion uh, because uh, everybody else took my, my first two guys. So I, I had uh, Herbert and uh, Hubbard. So um, I, I'll stay with the H's and go with uh, Hill down there. I like I, I like what you, you can see out of Hill there, and he could add something to that backfield for sure. And uh, Hansel, you mentioned Chubba Hubbard, and from what I heard when I did my stream about Stevenson, people were telling me that Chubba Hubbard's um, – attitude is bad that's the reason why he's falling um you know they're talking about character issues look if we do our due diligence and he's there in the third fourth round if he's there if he's there in the third round it's a steal but people are saying that he's gonna fall fourth fifth round why is that phil i think he's weak Mm. weak Mm. he's fast Mm. lightning fast and he hits the hole he's gone but Mm. um I don't like the way he carries the ball. He carries it a little high. I think he should have more fumbles than he did he did in his college career. This, I think he's weak. Well, I think somebody's going to grab him and somebody's going to have a steal. Uh, I'm telling you right now. Um, and uh, Hansel, you made a great point that teams that have everything that they need usually draft a running back in the first round. Last year mm-hmm. we saw it with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. This year we're going to mm-hmm. see it with Najee Harris and ETN. I think that those two guys go to teams like the Buffalo Bills, who have defense, receiver, mm-hmm. quarterback, 
right. and the Pittsburgh yeah. Steelers, who yeah. need a running back after yeah. having that good offense, offense. You know, they need a running back. So those are times when you go after a running back, and it's late in the first round. You know, mm-hmm. every now and again, those guys that draft one in the top five, top ten, God bless your heart, because I, I can't do that. You know, we saw what happened to Saquon Barkley. I mean, injuries. We, we, can't, we can't afford to do it. Can't afford to do it. Can't afford to do it. It's a position that uh, I saw a mock draft with uh, ET, I mean, uh, ETN coming to the Washington football team in oh, 19. God. That's no, ridiculous. God, no. That can, can, no, we, talk, can we talk about that? Can, can yeah, we talk, talk about, about that? that. <laughs> we'll talk about that. We'll start can with we you, Anthony. Man. Anthony, talk That's... to me about that, man. Hey, check this out, man. All right, all right let me check this out. This, this, I will wait for this one right here. Hey, look here. Um, our team, our team, we got we got a health our defense, right? We got a few things that need to be patched up, you know, true and full. But see, that the thinking that guy Schrager had, and I listened to him that morning when he made that pick, he was thinking that we could be like how the Cowboys were like a few years ago once they adjusted um, Zeke in there. And, you know, it helped the defense out. I agree with that to a degree. But we have so much other things that we need before that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The car is not exactly ready for the driver yet. It's basically what I'm saying. You know? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Hell no. Also, no, no, no. That's no, a waste. Right. No, no. That's a waste. And of also, I've, yeah, man. I've seen exactly. some running backs go second round. We're talking about the Nick Chubbs of the world. You know, yeah, right. we're talking about guys like that going early in the right. second round, but that, that's you need a running back. That's 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 the right. sweet spot to get mm-hmm. your franchise running back is in that top mm-hmm. half of that second round. That's why but, I love Monte. You yeah, know, but then but then right. you get guys in the third, like a Kareem Hunt. I mean, you get guys. I mean, we third round seems to be our sweet spot. For if sure. Anything, maybe we should get three more first round picks. I mean third, yeah. third round picks. Third I'm round just picks. saying, yeah. No, we do do good in the in the third round, but you know, like a uh, 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 you know, looking at us getting a guy like Etienne. I mean, obviously, besides that's ridiculous. Um, you you got to look at, I mean, you got to look at the field and see exactly what it's telling you. And the way I see it is this: Antonio Gibson came from a wide receiver, had never played running back, and had a great year, and didn't even play the entire year. Mm-hmm. That guy exactly. has not even scratched the surface right. of what he can be. That tells me, besides right. that he's a natural talent, that we have a great coaching staff at running back. They know what they're doing. Okay? Look at McKissick yes. when he came in. Yes. He didn't miss a beat. Man, the guy right. ran well. Peyton Barber did well. Anybody who was in the backfield for us did well. Um, and the way I see it is whoever we draft in the third, fourth, fifth round, um, we're not drafting him to start. Uh, and, and let our coaching staff take them and turn them into whatever they can because, like I said, Antonio Gibson is a perfect walking example. The guy never played mm-hmm. the position, and the guy was a stud. And I can't mm-hmm. wait to see what he's going to do with more years of experience at the position, with more coaching, and actually playing a full year because his numbers were absolutely ridiculous. He literally won me or helped win me, not finish, but my fantasy year. McKissick <laughs> carried me at the end because I picked him up. But, I mean, yeah. I'm telling you, I, that, I mean, it's just logical thinking, man. Don't, don't even play with that game of Etienne in the first round. I mean, it's not working. Absolutely. So, guys, we're coming to the end of the podcast, and we have one last topic to discuss. But um, when I ask you this question, pretty much answer the question and then tell the fans, tell the football team fans where they can find you on social media. I'm going to start with big, simple. Here is the statement. The statement says this is Brian Arapo, who is our pass rusher here with Kerrigan for years 
Uh, he said, well, not for years. You know, it didn't last long. Long. He went on to the Titans, and now he's making cupcakes. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, we're going to start with Big Simple. Arapo said, Chase Young reminds me of myself. Shh. Yeah. So, yeah, I want you to go ahead and uh, talk about that and then let the fans know where they can find you on social media as we close. Uh, first of all, all um, nah, Brian, I'm going I'm to go ahead like that. Brian Arakbo, Brian in his first year, he wasn't nothing compared to Chase Young right now. Let, let's just be real about that. Uh, Chase Young, he got, he got more, you know, he got more, more charisma. He can go in there. And play his ass off, keep on playing hard. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, the way the way he play is just you know ridiculous. You know Chase, Chase Young is he he's he's out of this world. Um, mm-hmm. Brian Arakbo, I <laughs> Brian Arakbo shouldn't have said nothing like that. Overall, <laughs> overall, yeah. Brian Brian Arakbo is like you know. He only played one good season with us, really. You know, he been he been getting injured half of the time. When he went to Tennessee, you know, he he started getting a little bit more healthier. He started talking trash about certain things about the team and stuff. So overall, overall, um, Chase Young is the way better player than than Brian Arabo. He he shouldn't even say it nothing like that. He he knows better than that. Absolutely. So simple. Where can they find you on social media? Um, y'all, y'all can find me on um Instagram, Big Simple Four Two Two, and y'all can find me on um let's see uh, YouTube, Big Simple Four Two Two. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Make sure y'all check me on those. Things. And um, yeah, y'all can check me out on um Twitter, Big Simple Four Two Two. Everything is on Big Simple 422. And Facebook is my real name. Uh, Facebook is uh, Henry Dudley. So if y'all want to check me on there, too, y'all can go ahead and check me on, on Facebook, too. Awesome, awesome. Nice to meet you, Henry. Nice no to doubt, meet you. No Henry. doubt, no doubt. Right. <laughs> what is your thoughts on the uh, whole Oracle deal? And then let the fans know where they can find you as well. No doubt, no doubt. Um, Arakpo, look, how can I sum this up? I wish we were playing the Raiders all 16 games. That guy would be a Hall of Fame. He have his gold jacket right now if we were playing the Raiders. But guess what? He ain't never sacked nobody in our division. Did y'all know that? Nobody. The dude is a joke. When he said that, when I heard that this point, I never about fell out my damn chair. I said, come on, come on. He can't hold. He can. He can. He cannot hold Chase Young jockstrap right now. He can't hold his dreadlocks up for him. He can't do nothing for Chase Young right now. Nothing. He got. We got a cupcake shop up here at Georgetown. He can go to cupcake. Cupcakes in Georgetown. He ain't need get none of them mad cupcakes or rack for yeah, him. I'm quite sure they flat. I guess Pat. Oh, sure they're flat now. But anyway, oh, man. anyway, I done brought the heat. Y'all can check me out on Twitter, DC Big Oso. As you see up there, just forget the y'all. 
for the DC Big O. So all together, find me all your um social media, Twitter, Facebook. You know what I'm saying? All that is DC Big O. So also stand for dude. bear. If anybody wanted to know, it's Spanish for bear. I used to date this Puerto Rican chick. She's always called me also because I was also oh sweet to her. So that's the name. So that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Hey, Phil, talk to us about Arakpo and let us know where we can find you. All right, I'll make this short and sweet. Arakpo should never even mention the Predator. Nah, not, not even nothing. He chases is a, chase a captain. He's a leader. Arakpo's never even heard those two words. Even He's never even sniffed those two words. And Arakpo was one of my favorite players when he came out. But no, nah, you don't mention you don't mention your name with Chase Young. Uh, I know we've got high hopes for the guy, but he's already living up to him. He he's he has helped change the culture. Him and Rivera, they changed the yes. culture, and I, I can't wait to see what happens this year. You can find me at um, a Redskins Hub on Facebook. Everybody, you need to join. We will uh, we'll we'll chop it up. You hit me up. I'll, I'll do like a mock draft every. I post a mock draft every other day, it seems like. Well, not here. <laughs> hours a week right now. But, uh, um, if anybody wants to move to Myrtle Beach and work, hey, I got you a job, too. <laughs> oh, I got family in South Carolina. I got family in South Carolina. Well, tell them to come hit me up. At Twitter, at Redskins Hub, there's two of us that run that Twitter. Um, you'll know between me and Tony. Who, who talks and who don't. Right, Manny? Absolutely. <laughs> um, Tony is the money guy, the capology guy, and Phil is the draft guy. So I just go yeah, the draft yeah. guy and the cap guy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, definitely everybody that's on Facebook, hit us up. Join our page. Uh, you'll, you, won't be, you won't be sorry. I promise. All, All right. right. Ansel, talk yes, to you about this Oracle thing. And then uh, where can the people find you on social media? For sure, for sure. Um, obviously, you know, uh, Chase is going to be, you know, when, when you're somebody like that who's going to be elite status, like where your name is going to go down in history, not just for our, for the team, but for the NFL. Because, I mean, it didn't, it didn't take a genius to see what the guy did in his first year and that he's most likely going to live up to the, to the potential uh, that he's already shown. Um, you know, like, the, like you guys said, nobody ha has rookie seasons like that by mistake. Mm -hmm. So, um, the only similarity that I would say that I see in them is not their gameplay. It's just the, the passion. They both were passionate players, you know, and Arakpo's passion is nowhere near the level. And he did try to be a leader. He was vocal. He tried to give it, but it's just not on the level of Chase Young, man. Chase Young, even when he's on the sideline and the offense is on the field, he's the biggest cheerleader, man. He's watching mm -hmm. the whole time. He's rooting everybody on. I mean, that's infectious, man. That that type of personality is what changes a culture and it changes a locker room. And you can't compare yourself that way, not even their pass rushing abilities. I mean, Chase Young is complete pass rusher. Brian Arakpo's biggest move was a bull move, bull rush. You know what I'm saying? It's straight at you. I mean, he had a little spin move here and there, but, I mean, he was just grit and hard, but he got hurt a lot. He wasn't as consistent. And, you know, I under I never will understand him making a statement, but I especially don't even understand why he's even saying it when he left our organization. Right. Like, if he's like Ryan Kerrigan saying it and you stayed it out and you thugged it out, okay, no problem, man. Right. I understand. You're still crazy for saying it, but I feel you. All right, but right. but you but you left us hanging, man. I mean, you left and, 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 and you didn't finish with us. 
Um, but yeah, Chase Young is on another level, and, and that guy might go down as one of the best players to ever ever do it. Um, and that's what I'll say about that. But uh, social media wise, man, um, it, it's it's on the screen for you. Hands three hundred five. You can find me on Instagram for that handle, on Twitter on that handle, um, on Facebook. My real name is Hansel Alfonso. Um, and and and, and just because it's a little pet peeve of mine, I'm gonna answer to whatever. But it's Hansel, not Hansel. Okay, there's no you in my name. People do it all the time. It's Hans, big Hans, Hansel, whatever. Just you know, if you call me Hans, I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna be rude ever. But I just want to put it out there because sometimes I get back and forth on people <laughs> on what they say. But the last thing I want to say is, Manny, man, my brother, thank you so much for having me on here, man. This is one of my passions that I love to do. I'm, I'm not a guy who wants to start one of these but i love getting on these man and and i love talking to people like you guys man it was a pleasure meeting all of you guys you guys are all cool I'm cats, man mad love mad respect to you guys um it takes a lot to come on here and talk and speak your mind but i think the one thing that brings us all together is the passion and the love that we have for this team and how our all our stories and our journey brought us to this point man I, i'm looking forward to a great season manny anytime you want to have me on let me know Absolutely. brother i Absolutely. appreciate you man you i really know. mean it from the bottom of my heart man you already know, brother. Appreciate you, bro. Last but not least, the beast from the Middle East, the <laughs> Sage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Um, so no pressure. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure. I'm walk this off, man. Man. Dave Martinez is going to call me if I if I hit this one over the fence. So, Brian Arasco, have y'all ever in y'all's lifetime heard of this man being double teamed and game planned for be let's keep it let's keep it factual now chase young had three dogs on had three people on him that's a mugging in a back alley it's the reason why he's selling cupcakes brian Arako is because half the time in washington he was banking them because his butt was on the aisle. Come on, man. Let's keep it real. That's why he's got the cupcakes now. And I like what our guy Tracy said. In the word, they, they say it. Them edibles ain't, you know, this is family. But you know what I'm saying? Like, we all have been there. Brian Arako, he must have been oh, too, many, too many Rice Krispie treats or something with a little bit too much of them chemicals up there in Tennessee. But, um, no man, I, I, you can't. You can't do that. No, don't be disrespectful to yourself or Chase Young in that regard. Um, you know, Arakpo. I, I liked him when he was here, but he can never stay healthy. He he's like the Jordan Reed of defense, right? But um, right. I think he remembers getting hurt. Jordan Reed doesn't. Um, that's not a joke. That's just that's just obvious saying there. Um, but anyway, uh, if you all want to unfollow that's me wrong. after that. Let, if y'all want to follow me after that comment, uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's not, it's not oh, a joke. Anyway, you can follow me right here at Sanchez405 uh, on um, Twitter, Instagram, and then on the Warpath right there at YouTube. And then that's just the standard government name right there. Uh, but I will answer to anything. And uh, Manny, as always, brother, I appreciate you uh, allowing all of us to, to come together and, and some of us to reconnect. And um, it, it's uh, it, it's a great platform, man. And I told you anytime you can tell me. 11.30 Eastern time. As long as it's on a Friday. Yeah. <laughs> I, will, I, will, I will be 
I will be here. I will be here too, bro. My man. So, guys, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give my thoughts on the uh, Rockford (laughs) ordeal. If you watch Wizards basketball, okay, (laughs) I'm a basketball guy, all right? I was thinking in my head, what am I going to say? You know what I'm saying? I was like, maybe a Rockford is like Larry Hughes and Chase Young is like Gilbert Arenas. And I said, you know what? A rock pole was not even as good as Larry Hughes. At least Larry Hughes nope. led the league in steals one year. Okay? Mm-hmm. When you think of a rock pole, I think of Deshaun Stevenson. You know what I'm saying? A guy oh. that's a complimentary player, a guy that can knock down an open three, Ooh. a guy that can defend. Okay? But it's not a guy that's a franchise guy. He was never a franchise guy. We didn't pay him to be a franchise guy. We drafted him to be a franchise guy, and he wasn't that. Okay? So when you say that Chase Young reminds you <coughs> of yourself – God forbid, you know what I'm saying? We rebuke that spirit in the name of Jesus, okay? Because we do not want Chase Young to go ahead and regress in year two. That's what we don't want, okay? Well. (laughs) You're a good player. Continue to bake your cookies and cupcakes. I pray that you succeed in your business, okay? But you just don't have no business in saying that, you know, Chase Young reminds reminds us of you. Who are you, man? Who are you, bro? But I'm going to go ahead and end it on this, man. You are listening to the Back Row Redskins Show. I am your host, Manny. This is the Talking Sports with Manny YouTube channel. For those of you guys that are watching this on YouTube, if you're listening on, on the audio right now, go ahead and hit stop. And restart this whole episode on YouTube. I'm telling you, you'll get to see the personalities. You get to see the faces. You get to see the remarks. I mean, it's just a whole different ballgame when you're watching this thing on YouTube. Please be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, Please be uh, sure to uh, support the merchandise store. I'm going to put all these uh, things inside the description of the video. Um, Thank you once again, Anthony and Hansel and Phil, Big Simple and the Sanchez for coming on the show. This is a great Anytime, bro. Hey, I love it, I love it. And we out. Peace. Out.